Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're all back on Coast to Coast. Let's go to Augusta, Georgia at the Masters and get a load of Haro with this getup. He's going to get some tail tonight for sure. Look at this guy. Can we get him on screen? Oh, look at that. That is fantastic, Carver High. Look at this guy. I mean, he's got women hitting on him already. He's only been there for less than a day, and there's women hitting on him. Look at that hat. Hey, let me just tell you something. My newfound buddy, Mark Feynman, he loves you. Here you go. He saw you on Tayan. He's fan. You know, he's a New York sports fan. It took a while, but I finally found somebody that loved you. We're putting up the light. I said I liked him. Oh, I he like, liked him. Loved him. Like him. Smack him. Smack him for me, Mark. Just smack him. I came away. Came away. That was really right. good. So yeah. uh, tomorrow morning, uh, it's gonna all happen. Uh, Ola Thabo and don't call me Warren Spahn. Tee off first. And then Mike Weir and Patty. Mike Weir, I think, won the par three after they called it today, right? He shared it with someone. Well, yeah, but the bottom line is it's been plaguing us for the last couple of days, right? Tornado in Macon, Georgia. Tornado warnings today. I think we're going to make it. The weather's going to be beautiful for the next few days, but cold. 55 as a high Friday, which everybody's going to complain about. You know what that means? Windy as well. And let me just tell you something else. I watched Tiger today for four holes. He only played nine holes. Uh, natural birdie on 18. Nobody knows because he didn't publicize it. I'll tell you right now. Natural birdie on 18. Just unbelievable. So who knows? Thank you, man. Who knows whether the guy is actually going to play well or not. But I'm ready and everybody else is ready. And this place is electric. Wow, look at Aharo drinking a bourbon down at the Masters. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you, uh, Tiger Woods is, uh, you know, so enormous, and the energy that he brings to the Masters is palpable. I can feel it from here that he's there and that he's taken over the Masters, even though everybody's betting on everybody else. Well, he's here and there and taking it over. And he walked nine holes today, and he wasn't limping. Who knows what pain or non-pain he was in. But, hey, that's a lot different than walking four days straight. So yesterday, the odds were 5,000 to one that he would make the cut and win. That's a lot. But if you told me two months ago that he would actually compete, everybody around here, from the chairman of Augusta National who we talked to, to all the members, to the patrons, fans, everybody else, thought it was nuts. Now it's really exciting, and it overshadows the lack of Phil Mickelson. Nobody seems to miss him here. How uh, slow does he walk? He was out ahead of everybody today, so he played with Justin Thomas and Fred Couples, his nine holes. And when you watched him on number nine, maybe he wanted to make a statement, which was interesting. But he came to the 18th green, 30 yards in front of the other two guys he wasn't sprinting because that would be stupid but he wanted to make sure everybody knew that he wasn't limping and he didn't play in the par three which i understand was a good game time decision for him the par three didn't finish anyway it was suspended and they chose not to uh, to finish it 
well, A, it doesn't matter, and B, when you look around what's going on right now, uh, by the way, if I get hit by lightning, you get my dog. I'm willing you right now. You get my dog. Uh, I don't want that dog, Duke, that smelly scoundrel. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a, oh, come on. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. So you have been, I, I, first of all, I want to know how many masters you've been to. Secondly, uh, like the golfers, they plan their outfits according to each day. Like Tiger wears the red on on Sundays. We welcome right. all of our radio affiliates to Coast to Coast on this midweek uh, C2C. We're live at the Masters with Rick Harrell. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, they all plan their outfits. Now that outfit you got going today is just absolutely superb. Will you wear outfits that top the look that you have going right now on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Will you top this outfit? No, can't do it. And the bottom line was it's, it's drizzling. So I needed a head protection. And our buddy, your buddy, the only guy that loves you and knows you and likes you, uh, happened to have this yellow hat. Doesn't it fit well? I mean, what a coincidence. I mean, it is unbelievable. Now, listen, uh, Carver High is sending you pictures of a hat that he wants you to buy for him. And if you don't do it, you will be crucified. Uh, so, uh, you know, and while you're at it, I'm a double XL, like a grown man. So I got to get some kind of shirt or a hoodie or pullover. If you don't bring me a master's gift, I will disown you forever. How many masters have you been to? 21. This will be my 22nd. That's more. Yeah, uh, that's more than Pharrell Baller's uh, 20 championship games that I'm in tonight. The 20th one. You're in your uh, 21 masters. This is 22. And by the way, I just finished buying everything for everybody. So don't beg. And seven hundred ninety dollars. Those are not begging. So, That's threatening. I'm threatening. <laughs> Don't threaten anymore. It's already done. All right. So the same amount would have been what three hundred dollars. Year year one. Year twenty two. It's near eight hundred. So hopefully, uh, by the way, hopefully we'll get you on from uh, Augusta over the next uh, couple of days, Thursday and Friday. If you can figure out how to do the perfect uh, live shot that you just did with no. Wi-Fi problems, no connection problems. You're beautiful. Great job, Rick. Enjoy the opening round of the Masters. Thank you for checking in from Augusta. It's pouring. Thank God. Oh, Bye. Yeah. Bye. He wants the hat back. He wants the hat back. <laughs> Bye. Mara looks like a sunflower. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And this is really, uh, truly unbelievable development. What I'm hearing is, you know, the guy that was just there with Haro uh, from New York, the guy that gave him the yellow hat that made him look so fantastic, turns out he just texted me and said that when Haro got up from the seat that he was doing the live shot, his ass had on both cheeks at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV, he was wearing white golf pants and he had giant logo tattoos on each ass cheek of at sports grid and at sports grid tv so he's walking around the course in that and that is 
I mean, Rebecca Harrelson in her finest hour has done it again by placing uh, tattoos on Rick Haro's ass cheeks for the uh, promotion of our social media. I mean, that is just brilliant. Uh, amazing job once again, especially if you can get Haro involved uh, down at Augusta. Let's stay down in Augusta now, Scotty. Now, every week, we always get the tournament preview from our boy, Dubsy Anderson, and Masters Week is no different than the rest. Here's Dubs breaking it down. Here it is, folks, the Masters, a tournament and tradition unlike any other. The best of the best competing for golf's biggest prize, a green jacket at Augusta National. I think what we saw last year is going to be hard to top. Hideki Matsuyama getting the breakthrough win for the golf-thirsty nation of Japan this week. It's been all about the big cat, Tiger Woods. Is he going to play yes or no for me? I could not care less. This field is absolutely loaded in terms of talent and form. Look at all these young guys ready to win on the big stage. The Spanish bull, John Rahm. Your new world number one, Scotty Scheffler. What about Colin Morikawa? Two from eight starts at the majors. This field is abounding with talent. It's a smaller field this week. 91 starters. Top 50 plus ties move on to the weekend. You've got 14 first-timers here. And history suggests the first-timers may struggle. Fuzzy Zeller, the last guy to win his first start back in 1979. And what about this golf course? August. National Golf Club, par 72, over 7,500 yards, designed by the greats Alistair McKenzie and Bobby Jones. This is a course that stands the test of time, a course that you cannot overpower. You need to think your way around it. If you sleep for one second, for one swing, that could be your dreams, splashing down into Race Creek. So the key stats I'm looking at this week, good iron play, strokes gain on approach. Look at past winners here. Sergio Garcia, Hideki Matsuyama, Adam Scott. You've got to be great with your mid-irons this week. And then factor in good short game, strokes gain around the greens. You've got raised greens here at Augusta. You've got some different lies. You need a bit of imagination. And look at past winners. Paddy Reed got it done that way. Danny Willer got it done that way. And Jordan Spieth, that is how he gets it done all the time. And always factor in putting on very firm and fast greens. I think this week they're going to be running quicker than some of these patrons for their little pimento cheese sandwiches. But most importantly this week, look at course history. This is a track you need to figure out how to play before you can win on it. And guys who have been getting close, knocking on the door, Rams, Xander Shockley, Justin Thomas is there. The guys have got my eye on. I think the winner comes from the top 15 in the rankings this week. The cream will rise to the top. You can't afford to have a weakness. The winning mark should be right around 12 under par. But of course, the drama never starts until late on Sunday afternoon. Amen corner, 11 through 13. Say your prayers, suck it up. Winning a green jacket ain't meant to be easy. All areas will be tested. You need to be stoic. A bit of moxie, a bit of mental fortitude. Clutch up and make the putts when you have to. If the master doesn't get you jacked up step aside and let the grown-ups take over business it's the masters keep a locked on the sports grid you know i'm coming in hot for this one. Oh my god like they don't even remember the guy that used to do this they don't even know his name like they that guy's just that guy's career's over uh, all i know is that dubsy sets the standard i mean that is it and they're telling me he's gonna be on the show tomorrow live and we're going to yes, talk to him from the Masters. Is. Oh, my God. I mean, we got it all after, covered for you here. That is brilliant. After Tiger's first round, Tiger's going off in the morning, uh, and Dubsy will be on Coast to Coast tomorrow uh, to break down the first round with you. All Great. right. Who are the favorites, Scotty? Here it is as we get ready to tee off tomorrow morning. John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Cameron Smith, DJ Scheffler, Kepka, Spieth, and Rory. I will give you now my outrights, as always. Like Dub said, this is a chalk course. I mean, we want the big guys to win. The big guys are going to compete. I like JT at 13 to 1. I like Brooks at 19 to 1. I like Jordan Spieth at 19 to 1. Rory as well. I think Colin Morikawa is getting overlooked this week. I like him. The Irish Bear, 43 to 1. Russell Henley, Tyrell Hatton, Siwoo Kim, and Bobby Mack. How about these I got for you, too? Tiger to make the cut, plus 100. Top Asian player, Siwoo Kim. Plus 250, top South African player, Poseidon Hoot at plus 380. Brooks Kepka to make the top five at plus 320. Sammy Burns at plus 360 to make the top 10. And Bobby Mack to make the top 20 at plus 350. You have several hundred other tickets. You got Poseidon Adventure over uh, Usti as the South African top player. You're going with Poseidon Adventure. I am. I'm going with Poseidon Adventure to be the top South African player. Got to take a couple of shots here. Uh, and look, I'll be rooting for a bunch of guys. I got so many tickets on this, Scotty. We got, we got a little investment in quite a few guys here. Uh, it's right. going to be a fun weekend, that's for sure.
So there it you go. It always is. Uh, it's the, the Masters. Masters. <laughs> the Masters sheet of integrity. All right, I've got more news for you. Uh, the Bills, Stephon Diggs, four years, $104 million extension, $70 million guaranteed. The Bills, who have no money, uh, give, give Diggs the extension and actually freed up a little bit of space for the next two years. I mean, when you think of great uh, connections in the NFL, Allen and Diggs are top five, uh, and that's all there is to it. And, you know, some might say the best now that uh, Mahomes and, and Hiller are broken up and, and divorced, and he went to Miami. I mean, uh, does that, you tell me, does it vault uh, Allen and Diggs to the top of the mountain? I think it might because the two biggest connections did get broken up. Mahomes to Hill, Rodgers to Adams. Both of those are out of the mix now. I think it very well could be. Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs is the best combo. Uh, let's just hope it's the best combo next February uh, in Arizona at the Super Bowl. Uh, that's Slow down. The combo to be, uh, next <laughs> Slow year. down there, 13. Let's try, let's, try, let's try to get that going. Uh, Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati quarterback, has been telling uh, teams in his pre-draft meetings uh, that he's very confident in himself. In fact, Scotty, he told one team that he will beat out their veteran quarterback, and he will start as a rookie. I like confidence like that. Maybe like the Steelers it. will take Desmond Ritter at number 20. You know, I, I actually uh, would have no problem whatsoever with Desmond Ritter as the choice, but I still think they're going with Willis, uh, and it is what it is. And if they could get their hands on Pickett, I think they'd take Pickett over Willis. So I think they'll end up with Willis. We'll see where Ritter goes. But I love the fact that he's got the stones to say he's going to beat out whoever's the starter. I think there's a lot of, you know, I'll give you about half the league is quality. And I think the other half is average at best in, in terms of quarterbacks. I think there's a lot of trash quarterbacks in the NFL that aren't as good as everybody thinks they are and that make way too much money for what they deliver. I agree. The ESPN analyst and former Duke Blue Devil, Jay Williams, says that Coach K could return. I mean, please, God, enough of this. Like, we already had to deal with this with Brady this year. I can't take another one of these. Uh, we're expecting a guy to go out the door and then he comes back through it. I don't think this is going to happen. Please, no, Scotty. Yeah, I don't know him. I'm not uh, friendly with him or, or anything. I've never met the guy, so uh, I'm not afraid to say I think he's full of shack. Uh, I think he'll say anything. He reminds me of the guy that throws the noodle on the fridge to see if it sticks. Uh, every time he goes on there with Smith, he tries to argue with him, and Smith just steps on his face. And this guy thinks he's so smart. Uh, he's another one of these guys that goes to Duke that thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Is there anything more painful in life than the guy that thinks he's the smartest guy in the room? Oh, my God. I just want to throw a beer on him and punch him in the face. I mean, Coach K's not coming back because he's an old geezer. It's over. Well, how many times have you punched in the face and dumped a beer on Rick Haro then? Because uh, he thinks that he's the smartest guy in the room all the time. So there you go. That's true. <laughs> He is the uh, Elon coach Mike Siraj uh, resigns from his spot there as the head coach. He's expected to join Shire's staff at Duke. Uh, Maui Invitational in 23. Kansas, Gonzaga, UCLA, Purdue, Syracuse, Tennessee, and Marquette. That is a stacked field in Maui. I just want to be in Hawaii for anything. I don't care if it's basketball. I just want to be there. Mahalo. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. shot today with our boy Joe Pisapia from Diamond Bets on Sports Grid Sunday mornings. Uh, he's more important than going to mass, clearly. Uh, I just want to talk baseball with you, Joe. It all starts tomorrow. Uh, you heard me uh, complaining about uh, Mike Krzyzewski and Tom Brady and uh, I guess the same holds true that I have to talk about the Dodgers again for the next eight months because they're the best team in baseball, uh, you know, in my opinion, with the Braves. I think the Braves are still loaded uh, to switch Freeman for Olsen is like having a hot chick leave you and then you end up sleeping with her best friend and she's hot too. Uh, Matt Olsen can knock the ball out of that ballpark all day long and he's already started hitting home runs. Do you think they're two of the uh, deepest, best teams in baseball and that they could be in the pennant again? They are. You almost made like a, it's like a Ben Affleck reference, right? Every time he moves on from one hot woman, it's somehow some other one. And you're like, but why? What's so special about the Atlanta Braves? What's so special about Ben Affleck? I don't know. But uh, yeah, it certainly looks that way. I mean, the thing about baseball is always the same. It's a war of attrition of health. You could certainly write a script there where Kershaw only gives you 120 innings for the Dodgers. And, you know, maybe Max Muncy isn't really healthy and Justin Turner breaks down, although Justin Turner looks like he's in great health, but look, they are so loaded. It's probably a foregone conclusion. They're a playoff team, but at the same time, I think that San Diego Padre rotation is going to have something to say about it. Uh, they have a lot of talent on that roster and, and the national league East is going to be super competitive, just like it was last year. So you're right. Uh, it, it was a really harsh move. I think that the Braves were able to let Freddie Freeman, Mr. Brave walk and then bring in a guy who's five years younger. So for the next five years, they're probably going to be, getting better productivity out of Matt Olson theoretically than they are out of Freddie Freeman. But you're right. I, I think you can make some cases for some other teams as well uh, in the National League and the American League too. I mean, there's certainly, when you're looking at the American League, I think the White Sox are a team that's absolutely loaded. Um, I think that uh, you look at that division that they're playing in, there's a lot of bottom feeder teams. And the same can be said for the Brewers too. You know, that Brewers team is playing in that National League Central, which I know you don't want to hear about the Pirates being bad, but the Cincinnati Reds are punting this year. And it looks like the Milwaukee Brewers, if Christian Yelich can just bounce back to a certain degree, all of a sudden you get a rotation in the playoffs of Burns, Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. That's a lot. That kind of rotation, if it gets hot, especially with Hayter at the back end of that bullpen, they could beat anybody in a short series. So if they, for some reason, are really super competitive, get into the playoffs again, win 95 games, the Brewers wouldn't shock me if they actually made a run in this thing too. Yeah, I, I'm on the Brewers as a, a playoff team and, and winning that division. I, I'm with you. I still think uh, the Braves and Dodgers are better than the Brewers. I will say this, though. I want to go back two things. One is Acuna. Having him back in Atlanta is going to be really exciting because they won the World Series without him. Imagine with him. And then secondly, I want to go back to what you said about the Padres. Now, I go to a lot of Padre games. I go out there every summer surfing, and I always go to Padre games. And I got to tell you, for the money they spent and for the players that they have and the pitching staff that you talk about, and I'm with you, they got all this talent. But at the end of the day, they suck. I mean, it really was a massively disappointing team last year. I don't care what you say. I went to watch them. The Rockies beat them. And I was like, this team is overrated. And then they don't even have tattoos. What makes you believe that it's going to be any different? Because I think the Dodgers will kick their ass. They very well might, but I think you have to look at this rotation that's got Musgrove coming off a great year. You just acquired Sean Mania coming off a great season. You Darvish is the king of having bad seasons and turning around and having great ones. We've seen it happen time and time again. He did it in Texas. He's done it in Chicago. So he's turned around. So we can't just write off you Darvish. I know he's another year older, so it's easy to do that. You're not wrong, though. There's inconsistencies with the Padres. Manny Machado's there. You're going to have Fernando Tatis missing significant time again. That's a tough sell. But can the Padres, again, I keep coming to the same thing, with the way the postseason's expanded now, all you got to do is get hot 
in September, get into the playoffs, and then that's quite a formidable rotation. You know, as great as the Dodgers are, they are a little top heavy. I don't want to say stars and scrubs because they still got a deep enough team. But at the same time, the back of that rotation has got a lot of question marks in it. If you lose a Walker Bueller, God forbid, or or a Mookie Betts for a significant period of time, it's certainly going to have its impact. So it's all about staying healthy. But to me, I'm looking at those teams specifically that have those rotations that when you get into those short series, to me, that's all you got to do. You just got to get hot at the right time. It's why Milwaukee, it's why San Diego, I think, are two teams to keep an eye on. But you're right. The Braves don't get enough respect. I don't think Max Freed gets enough respect. And I certainly don't think that old man Charlie Morton doesn't get enough respect either because Charlie Morton keeps going out there and having really good seasons every single year. And he's 112 years old and nobody seems to give him any respect. And I don't understand why. So Charlie Morton, another big piece of that rotation for the Braves. And you're right. There's a very athletic team there. Albies, Acuna, uh, Matt Olson now brought into that fold to Austin Riley having a breakthrough season last year. The Braves are loaded. The Braves, I think, can absolutely compete with the Dodgers. And you can argue in some ways the Braves are a more athletic team than the Dodgers, too, and could do a little bit more in terms of the depth of that lineup. The Brewers went out and stole Carantini from the Padres this afternoon. Uh, they got mm -hmm. uh, one of their catchers to go to Milwaukee for a couple of guys. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, let me ask you about all these other teams, like, you know, uh, in the National League at the very least. Like, what we saw San Francisco do last year was amazing. They went belly-to-belly -belly with the Dodgers. No one thought it would happen. And then they uh, burped in the playoffs. But they were an exciting team day in and day out. And they were a pain in the Dodgers' ass all year. What do you expect to see from San Francisco this time around? I think this is one of these unders where you look at the 85 and a half. And I think I would lean towards the under. Everything broke right, broke right excuse me, last year for the Giants. And you're missing the leadership of a Buster Posey who's now gone. You're turning that catcher position over, which I think is very important. You know, people don't think about that enough. I think sometimes of when you take a veteran catcher out and now all of a sudden, you know, who is leading that rotation? You know, Kirk Casale is going to be there. Okay, that's fine. But I think when you're looking at this rotation right now, Gossman's gone, had a great year last year for them, struggled a little bit towards the end. You replace him with Carlos Rodon, who's a pitcher who last year was brilliant for 130 innings maybe really brilliant for a hundred of those 130, but then once again, had an injury issue. What's his durability factor. They signed him to a two-year contract. The guy's barely been making starts for almost his entire career. And when he did make starts, they were terrible. I hope he's turned a corner, but I'm trying to be realistic. Alex Cobb having a nice spring velocity was up. That's great. Can he do it over a significant period of time? Can he give you 150 innings? Logan Webb, nice pitcher, Descalfani, Alex Wood, a guy who's had lots of injury history. Uh, we could go back and and certainly look at that. I think when you're looking at the, the the San Francisco Giants, last year, everything broke right for them. Grant Crawford had a great year. Gossman had a great year, right? Buster Posey came out of nowhere, had a great year. I think realistically, you have to think this team takes a step back, especially when you're looking at what they've reconstituted as such in terms of their roster. And then look at what the Dodgers have done and, and look at what the Padres rotation is. I, I, you know, I know inconsistencies there. But I think it would be kind of foolish to look at the Giants and think that they can repeat what they did last year. I think that's an easy under, actually, in the 85 and a half. So you have uh, the uh, Giants under 85 and a half, Nationals under 71 and a half, and D-backs under 66 and a half. You think uh, the Nationals and, and D-backs are going to be atrocious? I do. I do. And I think, you know, from the National <laughs> standpoint, they're looking up at the Mets. They're looking up at the Phillies are looking up at the Braves. I mean, this is just a really tough sell. And I got to tell you, even on top of that, that Marlins pitching is pretty good. And if Jesus Lazardo bounces back and becomes anything close to the pitcher he was in the A's minor league organization, that's another guy they're throwing on top of Rogers and Alcantara and Pablo Lopez. They're going to give you some quality starts at the very least. I'm looking at this Nationals rotation. Maybe Patrick Corbin gets right. He's had a great spring, but this is a tough sell. I mean, outside of Juan Soto, who's the best player on the planet, they brought in Nelson Cruz, who they're probably going to end up trading halfway through the season, let's be honest. And Josh Bell might be another guy out the door, too. The Nationals are a team that's going to continue to turn things over. Juan Soto already said no to an extension. They know what's going on here. So, to me, that's another under. Uh, I think the Orioles, same kind of issue. you got to compete with the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays every night. That's tough. Uh, and the Arizona Diamondbacks, I don't think people realize, too, what a 
what a terrible roster construction they are right now. This is a team that is going to have to turn things over. They've got some young kids in the system. It's interesting that they decided to keep Cattell Marte. He was a piece they could right. have flipped. It seems like an organization with no direction. And I think that to me is very dangerous. And I think, you know, people will look for these over under sometimes and they don't think enough about the bad teams. Sometimes the bad teams are going to be even worse than you realize. And there's such a divide <laughs> in the payroll because you get these teams that have a hundred and, you know, 200, $300 million payrolls. And you get teams that have $30 million payrolls. I mean, that's like one star player right now in the major leagues. I know. And that's the entire payroll for a team like the Orioles or a team like the Pirates or a team like the guardians up until earlier this morning. So I think you have right. to look at some of these bad teams and realize their bad teams in tough divisions are going to be even worse potentially. So I went to uh, whatever, I went to a lot of games last year and I went to see the uh, diamondbacks play the Phillies at uh, citizens one night with my buddy. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I came on this air uh, like the following week. I think I went on a Saturday or something and I went on like a Monday and I was like, I mean, that is a, a double A baseball team. I, I literally was there and Marte was the only player that I knew. I was like, that team is, and the Pirates, Jesus, they're a single A team. I mean, I said yesterday, maybe today, they're, they're a high school team. They're not even a major league baseball team. That is not major league baseball team. I got to tell you, and we're going to come back with Joe and talk more, but it makes me so mad that the Pirates have $30 million payroll, and, and it's disgusting. It shouldn't even be allowed in Major League Baseball that my favorite team is that bunk. And I got to tell you, it just sends me over here. Don't get me started, SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, Joe uh, Pisapia was uh, one of our all-time favorites on uh, Coast to Coast Talk of Baseball. Uh, you can catch him on Diamond Bets on the grid on Sunday mornings. Uh, yeah, Joe, I got the I got the Black Sox scandal over my shoulder, and the other sh uh, all the way in the corner, you can't see it, but you see the umpire there uh, a little bit. Uh, is the uh, that's the Ralph Terry pitch to Mazeroski in 1960 at Forbes Field? <laughs> the Pirates beating the Yankees. I got that one going. I got. Hall of Fame baseball uh, pictures all over my studio uh, of everything from Willie Stargell, you name it. The room is just filled with uh, great historic baseball photos. I have one upstairs that is not even in my studio that is so magnificent that, and it's worth a lot of money that I won't even put it up on a wall in my house. I just refuse to hang it because it's so precious to me and so important. Uh, I love baseball. Anyway, I'm very angry. You got me going about my pirates. So let's talk about something more positive before I grab a gun and stick it in my mouth. Um, is that, and I, and I say that jokingly, but I'm serious. When I, when I think of the pirates, like I, my buddy said, let's go to the uh, PNC for like three games this summer. We'll hit a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm like, 
okay, thank God that the stadium's great and the food's great and the restaurants mm-hmm. around there are great and the hotel that we stay in is great because I'm a Steelers uh, season ticket holder. I said, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I'll go watch the Pirates for three games. I hope they're playing somebody good because I'm not going to watch the Pirates because they're so awful uh, that it, it just it just makes me so angry. Don't even get me started. All right, uh, I stop with all that. Let's talk about these rookies. Uh, Bobby Witt is a badass, and I know you like Hunter Green. Yeah, uh, look, the American League is a crowded field because you've got Bobby Witt Jr. starting with the team with the Royals. You've also got Julio Rodriguez, who got the call, so he's starting day one uh, for the Seattle Mariners, and Torkelson also, Spencer Torkelson also for the Detroit Tigers. So you've got three legitimate guys starting from day one. Normally, I'm not the guy who's very chalky when it comes to Rookie of the Year, but Bobby Witt Jr. is that dude. Uh, I've been watching this guy since he was playing in high school ball. He is, I thought, should have been the consensus number one overall pick the year he was drafted. He was not. I thought it was crazy that he wasn't. I'm old enough to remember when his daddy was a pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Bobby Witt Jr., to me, is that total package. If I had to put a comp on him, uh, just like young David Wright, a guy who has much better speed than you realize, a guy's a good defensive player, has oppo field power, the guy who can really do it all. People forget David Wright had 30-30 seasons for the Mets when he first came up. Bobby Witt is that kind of talent. And I think he's a little bit more consistent. Julio Rodriguez is the fun talent. He is the guy that, you know, I think there might be some ebbs and flows with him, whereas Bobby Wood, I think, might be a little bit more consistent. And then the National League is kind of wide open. Hunter Green dominated AA last year, moved up a AAA, had some really good moments, some inconsistent ones, but Hunter Green is going to be in this rotation for the Reds starting day one. And I'll tell you what, if he's able to make 25 starts, at least, or somewhere in that range, I think he's going to be pretty damn good. And I think he's going to be somebody that you can look at. And in terms of the odds on him right now, you're looking at odds of, you know, plus 650 on Hunter Green. That was 850 uh, two weeks ago before he made the rotation. So now it's already dropped. So this is a guy that's absolutely electric. They have got another guy in that rotation too, in that system, Nick Lodolo, who is the lefty version, who is another strikeout master. He's going to start in AAA, but he'll probably be there sooner than later as well. Were you uh, surprised as I was to see like the Reds and the A's literally sell off their entire team? <laughs> the Reds, yes. The A's, no, because this is the cycle of the A's. They're they're competitive. They get to a point where they're really competitive and they're good, and then they jettison everything, and then next thing you know, in one year, they've turned it over. That's kind of the A's cycle. It's always been until they move to Vegas or, or get a new ballpark or whatever they do to get more revenue. That's just who they are. The Reds were on a run last year. Winker had a great season. Joey Votto had a real bounce back year. They had all this young pitching. They had Castillo. They had Molly. Like that was the one that was really surprising to me. So that's perplexing. Uh, So unfortunately, it's just kind of the nature of this beast right now. And this CBA isn't going to change that anytime soon. All right. Let's talk about your um, AL MVP and NL. All right. So when we're looking at the American League MVP, until Shohei Otani decides he's not going to pitch anymore, it's just Shohei Otani's show. The only reason you're not getting minus money already on Shohei Otani is because the injury factor is real. He's a guy that's had some arm issues before, so if he gets hurt pitching, it crushes him offensively and it crushes your hopes and dreams. But you're still getting more than three times your money on him. So at plus 340, I don't know why you wouldn't want to still invest in Shohei Otani. The problem is with the American League, you have these guys who are paired together. Yeah, Shohei Otani and Trout, right? Again, it's Otani and everybody else, but still Trout there, same team. Same problem with the Blue Jays. Bichette's a great player. Vlad's a great player. It's hard to separate them out. To me, the other guy you could look at is if there's an emerging star, if Trout is hurt again, if Shohei Otani kind of falls back a little bit or has any sort of pitching-related injury and misses significant time with that. Luis Robert at plus 2,200. This is a guy who has 30-30 talent. This is a guy who we haven't even scratched the surface of. He's 22 years old. He could be the next superstar in baseball, and I think people don't know yet, and I think the White Sox are going to be a very public team. Again, they're a team that I think has a shot to win 95 games this year. Robert's that guy for me. In the National League, same issue. You got guys on the same team. You got Acuna. You got Albies. On the on you know the Dodgers, they got three guys with Betts and Turner and Freddie Freeman. They kind of cannibalize themselves. So what you're looking for is a narrative because it's a media award, which is the same thing I tried to tell people last year. And on Diamond Bets last year when Bryce Harper was 30-1 to after the All-Star break, we did an entire segment of why you should bet Bryce Harper right now at 30-1. to At the end of that week, that 30 went to 6.5, okay? 
And I'm telling you right now, he should probably be the guy you put money on right now as well to start the year plus 950. Because even though they added Castellanos, even though they added Schwarber, it's viewed as Harper's team and he's kind of this quote one-man show. Yeah, there's other help, but Bryce Harper's still that dude. And these awards tend to go in cycles where you get these guys who kind of do, you know, like a couple years in a row. We had like Randy Johnson rattle off a bunch of Cy Youngs. Clemens did it. Mike Trout won a bunch of MVPs. There's usually like a fascination period of the media with a player. And then they want to say, okay, well, we're sick of him. Who's the next guy? I think right. we're in that Bryce Harper mold right now. And I think Machado might be that other one. If for some reason the Padres don't disappoint you like they always do, Machado could be the narrative because he's the guy that would have to do it without Tatis for half a season. And he's at plus 3,500. But still, Harper's that guy for me. I think Machado handles his business uh, and earns his money. And I think Tatis has been a renegade and a disaster for them so far because uh, it's always something. Uh, this motorcycle nonsense is something, and it mm -hmm. is a problem. And they gave him boatloads of money. Meanwhile, the other guy that everybody thought was such an asshat is actually the guy that goes about his business and does his job every day. I think Machado's the leader, and I think the other kid's an unbelievable star player, but I think he's a little bit of a tool. I think he's... Uh, I don't think he's mature enough to handle, it would appear to me, uh, the business at hand of living up to that contract. Can't be going out doing the things that he's done to get injured, and uh, and then now they've lost him again. All right, let's talk Cy Youngs in both leagues. All right, so when you're looking at the Cy Young right now, I think there's the chalk and the long shot. That's the way I like to make these early investments personally in the futures market, and then you reevaluate when you come June, and you look at it and say, okay, is the board changed? Has this guy really moved up? Okay, I'll double down on that or invest more. So to me, for AL Cy Young, you know, you can make a case for some of those guys at the top, uh, but Bieber coming off the injury, not a great investment to me. Garrett Cole and Bieber, both after the sticky stuff incident last year, not really as investable as far as I'm concerned. They could still have great seasons, but I'm looking at Lucas Giolito at plus 1,000, especially now that Lance Lynn's going to be hurt for a while and miss some time. Giolito is going to be the dude at that top of that rotation. And this White Sox team, I'm telling you, is loaded for bear. Uh, I love him at plus 1,000. And then I love Justin Verlander, 20 to 1. You know, when Justin Verlander was pitching in 2018 and 2019, he was striking out 290 guys, 300 guys. The last time we saw Verlander, he struck out 300 guys and had a whip under one. I mean, he won 21 games Crazy. in 2019, okay? So let's not forget how dominant he was. And he is further removed from Tommy John than most guys because of when he had it and the way the seasons were structured, right? So he's in a unique position right now because I think people have kind of forgotten or written him off. He's not coming back just to be there. He's coming back to prove that he's Justin Verlander and winning a Cy Young at his age at that juncture in time, I think would be another huge feather in his cap in that Hall of Fame resume. Not to mention the Astros playing a division where they're going to get to play the ain't the uh, yeah. the A's right who are yeah. jettisoning players left and right. They're gonna they're gonna play some bottom feeder teams in the in the central also. So right. Verlander at twenty to one, I love. And then the National League Cy Young. Once the Grom got hurt, you know that kind of opened up the board again. Scherzer's a little older. Uh, to me, Corbin Burns still does not get enough credit. If Corbin Burns were pitching in New York or Chicago or Los Angeles, he will be talking a lot more. Corbin Corbin Burns went on a stretch last year to open the season where he, he basically struck out 70 guys before he walked anybody. It was the craziest thing you've ever seen. And it was unbelievable to watch. And people still don't care because he's a small market guy. And that's why you're getting plus 750, which is a great number. And the other number is plus 950 on Walker Bueller because I think he's got a legitimate shot to win 20 games. And although that doesn't mean a lot of us to us in that, that metrics community anymore, you know, what is a win now anyway? It means something in the media. 20 games is still, I think, a standard bearer. If you can hit that 20 win mark, I think that means something to the people who are writing and covering baseball, who are voting for this award. And Walker Bueller hasn't had his quote year yet. He kind of got robbed last year by Burns. A lot of people, well, some people thought, but I didn't. So to me, it's Burns. To me, it's Bueller. It's Verlander. It's Giolito. You make these early investments and then you reevaluate in June. And if things are going well, you reinvest, even though the number's lower, you reinvest at a higher amount. That's how I like to play this market for Cy Young. Yeah, and I same with MVP. Uh, I think it's really smart, uh, Joe, and I'm with you. I'm down with all that. Not only that, I agree with you about Verlander. Uh, I agree with you about Bueller. I think uh, I picked Bueller the other day, and I, you know, I think his arm will fall off in a year and a half. Uh, like all these guys that throw as hard as he does, 
I think that's DeGrom's problem. His arm's going to fall off. I, I have to ask you, and I want to, I know you're going to tell me your NL, AL pennant and World Series winner, but I want you to just at least tell me, do you think that uh, Scherzer ripped off the Mets? I don't think he'll ever live up to that money. <laughs> it's hard to imagine him living up to that contract at this age, just from what the law tells us of history of pitchers right. at that age, no matter how dominant no they way. are. If there's one guy who could buck that trend, it's Scherzer, but I understand your skepticism and I can tell you I share it. I just think he runs out of gas. At the end of the day, he doesn't have enough gas in the tank when it matters most. Uh, all right, NL, AL, pennants, and a mm -hmm. World Series winner. Who do you got? All right, Brewers at plus 550. Have some fun in the National League. Get off the Whoa. Braves. Get off the uh, the Dodgers. Whoa. White Sox plus 450 in the American League. Let's go with the White Sox to win it all with Luis Robert winning MVP. See, I'm writing my own narrative. Plus 950 for the White Sox. See, yeah, let's get off the you Dodgers. That. You can invest in the Dodgers, but come on. It's boring. That White Sox <laughs> team is fun to watch. I mean, they are so mm -hmm. loaded. And you talked about some of the talent earlier. I mean, Tony must be licking his chops. Yeah, and look, good rotation, good closer at the back end, good defensive team, too, that people forget about how good defensively, and an athletic younger team, too, with guys like Aloya Menez, guys like Luis Robert, guys like Tim Anderson. All right, real quick, 10 seconds. Who does better with the Mets' big money or the Yankees' average team that they got going right now? <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, probably the Yankees, but I'm a loser Mets yeah. fan, so that uh, that answer is skewed no matter what for me. So I love that. He's a Mets <laughs> fan, and he still picked the Yankees over <laughs> high. Your boy, Joe P. Uh, all right, Joe P. Spia, Diamond Bats, love you. Uh, everybody, check him out on Sunday mornings on the grid. A great show, Diamond Bats. Throughout the season, we'll have Joe on Coast to Coast for sure. Good to see you, Joe. My man, thanks so much. Good to see you, brother. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, for all the finish time, uh, we got uh, Bob Bowlesby steps down as uh, Big 12 commissioner. Notre Dame will play an FCS school for the first time ever in 2023. Tennessee State comes calling to South Bend. That'll be a tough one for him. A record 94,000 expected at the Fury White fight at Wembley on the 23rd of this month. Caleb Plant on a possible Anthony Durrell fight. Quote, he can't Pharrell with me on any level, end quote. Now that is emphatic. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is just great. Liverpool took the first leg against uh, Benfica. Man City beat uh, Madrid. And then I think today uh, Real Madrid was a winner right over Chelsea. They beat them 3-1. UCF coach Gus Malzahn involved in a car crash with a motorcycle. The motorcyclist uh, was airlifted to the hospital. A woman exposes her sister's relationship secrets after she tried to slut shamer i just love that slut shaming i gotta get in on that 
Singaporean OnlyFans erotic star faces months in prison. That is not good. Police probing Norwich University women's rugby team for hazing. I bet they're a fun bunch. Uh, New Hampshire looks to sell pot in liquor stores. The prime minister getting involved with that kind of an idea. The mob hitman that was on the loose gets captured in Miami. I always love mob stories. Apocalyptic acid spewing ants are invading Texas Carver High. Uh, suspect in New York City attacks on Asian women indicted on felony hate charges. Road rage shootings uh, reach an all-time high in 2021. Isn't that lovely? A Connecticut man accused of murdering a New York nurse on Tinder date used her credit card to buy a plane ticket to skedaddle. How to murder your husband, a writer goes on trial for murder. <laughs> that is awesome. Martha Stewart's cat was killed by her four dogs. They mauled and ate the cat. That is kick ass. Federal marijuana legislation stopped dead in its tracks. This is not good. Andrea Yates, who drowned her five kids in a tub in 2001, annually declines her own release from a mental hospital. <laughs> At least she knows what's good for the community. Keep her all locked up in the mental hizzy. GTV is next. Root for the ballers. See you tomorrow. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.